Um, I, I kind of, I could say I used all my best stuff earlier today, except it was all true. So I could just say ditto, except half the people didn't hear it. Anyway, I just honestly, honestly, I, I love this guy, Dano. I have, I have known him for, I don't know. I want to say like five ish years. I'm not exactly sure how long it's been, but long enough to know and be around him and see the fruit in his life. And he is the real deal. He is just um, a, a real lover of Jesus. He's a he's a pretty humble guy for what he carries, honestly. Um, meaning he doesn't even know all that he carries, you know. Like, <laughs> no, he probably does. But anyway, he's very humble about it. And I and I like to say this. I said this earlier about Bill and Carol too. But I want to also tell you this in case you don't know him that he is safe. And what I mean by that is he carries Papa's heart. So even though um, he can. He can even get in your grill sometimes to challenge you. Um, he does it totally with Papa's heart, and he wants only the best for you guys. He wants to see what God wants to see in you. So anyway, would you welcome Dan O'McCollum with me? Okay. Do you want this? Thank you. Oh, thanks. It's great to be with you. and. Um, by the way, you didn't mention your book. What's, what's that about? I, I saw a book back there. Come on, come on. Come on, tell us about the book. Come on. Come on. It's, it's called Daddy, You Love Me. So for, this is your water. Good catch. Brent has a book out there that's amazing <laughs> that he's not allowed to talk about. <laughs> but we are. But it is. Actually, I did read the, the manuscript before it was released because he uh, invited me to write an endorsement for it. And I just want to say that really the... Um, the the message of the Father's love is actually the core central apostolic message of this move of God that we've been in the wave of for almost 20 years now. It really started with the message of the Father's heart. And uh, I, I feel like this book really captures that essence of coming just freshly into the Father's heart and all the, the renewal, the revival, the power, the authority that's attached um, with that revelation. So I really want to encourage you to get that book. It just came out today, and so you can be one of the first to, uh, to get it. That is hot off the press right there. Yeah. And, uh, and there's lots of resources back there to check out. Uh, you need to... You need to, uh, if you haven't read Bill's book, you really need to read that. You know, we've been talking about how the power is in the testimony, that it has the power to actually recreate those same atmospheres and those same breakthroughs in your life. And, and there are amazing testimonies and breakthroughs. I've been in some of those, so um, I'm in some of those stories, not always in a positive light, but, uh, but the truth is a wonderful thing. 
It'll set you free. <laughs> so you're probably all freaked out about that now. Um, I'll just tell you my version real quick, okay? We're, we're on a remote island in Fiji. There's only 400 people on the island, and, and uh, they're inviting us to go see the chief of this island, who we find out later is deaf and, um, or mostly deaf. And uh, so to go see the chief, we have to wear the traditional man skirts called Sulus. And we don't have any, so they go to get us some. And when they come back, they come back not with like the man skirts that look like suit pants, you know, that are, you know, as close as you can get to feeling cool in a skirt. But, uh, but these brightly fluorescent color cotton ones that are kind of like wraparounds from a, uh, you know, for a lady's bathing suit or something, you know, is what it looks like. So they're passing these out down the row. And I noticed that mine's going to be hot pink. <laughs> and I have issues with that. <laughs> and so Bill is standing right next to me, and his is going to be like bright blue. But that works better for me. So I grab the blue one and hand him the pink one and go, this one will fit you better, Bill. <laughs> And he thought I meant size. I, I was not speaking about size. but So that story's in there, and then it leads to the chief getting healed and uh, all kinds of other miracles on that island. It was really an awesome time. So re- get, the, get the book. Read Bill's version of that story. It's, it's pretty close. It's pretty close. <laughs> Bill is so accurate. I love that about him, how he chronicles every every miracle and their name and what happened. And I wish I had done that through, through all these years. So I really appreciate that you've, yeah, so does Regina. <laughs> How was the trip? Uh, I don't know. It's great. <laughs> so, uh, my wife Regina is here tonight. So And uh, her new book is out there as well, so you might want to check that out. It's beautiful, powerful paraphrase of Romans tw- uh, chapter 12, and uh, and also some beautiful photos from the redwoods that all tie into it. So find out how by checking that book out in the back. And then uh, my assistant Rob Harris is here, who re- leads our Africa <laughs> Sounds of the Nations. So he has CDs back there. Check out the stuff from uh, the Zulu group that he's been working with that was just nominated for the equivalent of the Grammy Award in South Africa uh, for Best Gospel Album of the Year. It's amazing, amazing stuff. Um, So really encourage you to check that out. If if you're a Heidi Baker fan, he's got some CDs back there that have some of the orphan choirs from Heidi Baker's ministry on it and all kinds of great stuff back there, okay? Okay. I don't know about you. I'm hungry for an upgrade. Is anybody hungry for an upgrade? Like, um, I love what we've been walking in, but again, I know there's so much more. There's, there's so much more for us tonight. Let's just stand up for a moment. And why don't you just start asking the Lord for more? <laughs> I'm serious. Let's just come on. Let's just ah show.
Don't even worry about the theology of it. God knows what you mean. God knows what you mean. He knows what you want. Just let all that go right now. That's not what we're doing. <laughs> oh, Father, we've got to have a breakthrough. Lord, we're hungry. We've got to have a breakthrough, Lord, into more realms of your power and your love and your authority, Lord, of revelations of who you are and all that you want to do. Lord, of communication, of hearing your voice and knowing your heart. God, we are crying out for the more. Lord, why not tonight? Why not here? Why not now? Father, we just cry out for the more. Lord, I know that this church is meant to be a city on a hill uh, that cannot be hidden. Lord, a light in the darkness. And we pray that you'd increase the level of miracle signs and wonders in this house. That, Father, something that you do during this weekend would create a shift in the atmosphere and in our mindsets, Lord, that there would just be a shift in the spirit and you would launch us in to another realm. And Lord, all those that are visiting would also benefit from the breakthrough that you release in this house. God, we're just hungry. We're hungry for glory realms. <laughs> Who's hungry for glory realms? I mean, for thick, thick, gooey glory realms. Where we just get caught, just get caught in the goodness of the Lord. Just get caught in the greatness of His majesty, Lord. We are hungry. We are thirsty, Lord. We are so thankful. But, Lord, in a way, we're not satisfied, Lord. We know there is so much more of you to be aware of, to connect with, to manifest. Oh, God, just, just have your way and break through any dullness over us, Lord God. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, Jobe, Combrobande, Shabondende, Kushta. Ah, Lord. Lord, come on. Come on, Lord. Come on, Lord. We give ourselves to whatever it takes to get to. Lord, a new, fresh place in you, Lord God. Ha ha. Lord, thank you that you give free refills. And that you anoint us with fresh oil, Lord. So, Father, I thank you for fresh oil tonight and free refills. Ha, ha, ha. Show. Show. Ah. Ha. Praise you, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Father. Show. Ah, oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Lord, increase our awareness. Increase our sensitivity to your presence. Thank you, Father. Oh, show batekeste, shoo! Thank you, Father. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. Uh...
Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Whoo. Mm. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. I want you to do something for a moment. Would you just call to your memory one of your greatest encounters with the Lord or one of the greatest miracles that you've seen, all right? Just just call it to your memory for a moment. What's one of the greatest encounters you've ever had with the Lord or one of the greatest miracles you've seen? And just fix it in your memory. Just play back your highlight reel of of just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mine was like that too. (laughs) Now just begin to thank him for that. Come on, just begin to thank him for that place of glory, that place of encounter, that place of breakthrough. Come on, let's open a door with our thanksgiving. Let's enter his gates with thanksgiving. Let's enter into a fresh place with thanksgiving. God, we're so thankful for every miracle we've seen, for every touch we've had, for every encounter. Lord, we don't want to take things for granted, Lord. Oh, God, we're so thankful. Oh, God, you are so good. You're so good. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Yeah. Lord, take us to that realm of eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it entered the thoughts or the imaginations, all that you have prepared for those who love you, God. Lord, we just want to go into those places. Lord, testimonies we've never heard of before. Lord, miracles we've never seen before. God, things that have not even entered our mind or our petitions. Lord, we stretch out our spirit tonight to take hold of the next thing you want to do, the fresh oil, the fresh fire, the fresh encounter. Yeah. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
Thank you, Lord. <laughs> yes, Father. Uh, thank you, Lord. Show. Sure. Thank you, Lord. Ha 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You guys just don't need much help at all. I've noticed that. You don't really need a speaker. <laughs> It's like a self-serve station here. It's awesome. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Mm. I just feel like all night long, we're going to be stepping into an upgrade. And uh, into tomorrow as well. Uh, I really, I, you know what? And I, I, I really believe that hype and things like that are, are a sin. So I'm not hyping you. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So you can have a seat if you like. Um, if you can, then you can. And if you can't, that's okay. Thank you. Let me tell you a little bit about tomorrow night. Um, tomorrow night, we're really going to go. Um, we're going to. We're really going to go after a strong impartation in uh, several different areas of healing. But I also want to. I want to show you a couple video clips from some of the people we call God's generals, and uh, and just I want to show you a bunch of blind people getting healed and uh, deaf people, lame people, people getting out of wheelchairs, just to stir your faith. And then I have a jacket, and I, I've, I don't think I've ever brought this to one of our healing schools before. But, and I know this is a little different, but, um, but I have this jacket from a, one of the famous uh, revivalists from back in those days. It's, a, it's like a, paisley, a silver paisley tuxedo coat. Uh, and it was from a guy they called Mr. Pentecost, wrote over 54 books, and he's in the God's Generals book as one of the, one of the great healers of the 50s. And, uh, and so from time to time, I just feel the release of the Lord to bring that coat into a specific meeting and actually just kind of to, uh, to release what was in that generation. So we're going to watch some of the videos from that generation and then release that generational anointing, that generational blessing. You know, 
There's so much on generation curses, and they're very real, but they only last two to three generations, where the blessing lasts to a thousand generations of those who fear him. And many times we don't take the time to really absorb our inheritance, our generational blessings from what has gone before. And so I just feel like the Lord's going to release that tomorrow in a powerful way. So I want to share, I want to share something pretty short, pretty quick to set us up for our upgrade tonight and tomorrow. And I mentioned something today just briefly about how the Lord heals by power and he heals by authority. In the English language, in the English Bible, those two things are often interpreted the same way. Power and authority are both interpreted as power. One is dunamis, one is exousia. I'm not teaching on this tonight, but I'm just making reference to it, that, uh, that we need to learn when to flow in power and when to flow in authority. We have both. But again, if someone's healing is related to uh, a demonic root or something like that, um, power doesn't work on it. Only authority works on it. And if someone's, is, um, if someone's sickness is often related to a word curse or a spiritual curse or something like that, power doesn't work on it. Only authority works on it. You have to break that curse before the healing gets released. And, um, and so... We may expand on that later, but I feel like what the Lord wants to do tonight is he wants to talk to us about how to increase in authority. Now, um, we've, we've already been given all authority, all power and all authority. I know that's true, but I'm also asking how much authority you're walking in. You know what I'm saying? It's, uh, we realize that God has given us the potential of all power and all authority in our life, but how much are you walking in? And I feel like there's a parable that really speaks to this issue. How many are ready for an upgrade in their authority to be released in the gifts of faith, the working of miracles, and uh, to break the power of curses, to break the power of the demonic, uh, to see a greater increase of healing? And I feel like tonight even that the Lord may let us go this way of, you know, there's so many scriptures about people. There are so many stories in the Bible about people who have had their illness for a long time or their pain for a long time. And I feel like that might be what we're going after uh, in the ministry time tonight is those that have had a condition for a long time. I know it's easy to get really frustrated uh, when you've had something, you know, 10, 15, 20 years or more. And yet there are so many scriptures in the account of Jesus of someone who, you know, 12 years, 18 years, 23 years, you know, all these uh, different increments. And the years were important. Why? Because Jesus was showing that just because you've had to deal with something for a long time doesn't mean you have to deal with it today. <laughs> Come on. Or tomorrow, you know, that there really is breakthrough. And, and, and so having that hope even of, of a breakthrough. I just feel like the Lord may be doing that tonight. So uh, in Luke chapter 19, we're going to look at the parable of the, of the minus for just a moment. Luke 19 verses 11 to 26. It's about increasing in spiritual authority and your influence over uh, geographical regions. Uh, it reads like this. While they were listening to this, he went on to tell them a parable because he was near Jerusalem. And the people thought that the kingdom of God was going to appear at once. And he said, a man of noble birth went to a distant country to uh, have himself appointed king and then to return. So he called ten of his servants and he gave them ten minus. Put this money to work, he said, until I come back. 
But his subjects hated him and sent a delegation after him to say, we, won't, uh, we don't want this man to be our king. He was made king, however, and returned home. Then he sent for his servants to whom he had given the money in order to find out what they had gained with it. And the first one came and said, Sir, your mina has earned ten more. Well done, my good, faithful servant, his master replied. Because you have been trustworthy in a very small matter, take charge of ten cities. The second came and said, Sir, your mina has earned five more. And his master answered, You take charge of five cities. And then another servant came and said, Sir, here is your mina. I have kept it. I, uh, I laid it away in a piece of cloth. It, I was afraid of you because you're a hard man and you take out what you did not put in and you reap what you did not sow. And his master replied, I'll judge you by your own words, you wicked servant. You knew, did you, that I'm a hard man taking out what I did not put in and reaping what I did not sow. Why then didn't you put my money on deposit so that when I came back, I could have collected it at least with interest? And then he said to those standing by, take his mina away from him and give it to the one who has ten minas. Sir, they said, he already has ten. And he replied, I tell you that to everyone who has, more will be given. But as for the one who has nothing, even what he has will be taken away. Holy Spirit, again, we just ask that you quicken the word in our hearts tonight. Lord, you said your word is living, it is active, it is powerful. Make it so in this place tonight. Let the power and the authority, the activity of your word, renew our mind, renew our spirit, and also, Lord, transform our bodies with signs, wonders, and miracles, that your name would be glorified and your kingdom would be built up. We say it all to the glory of Jesus. Amen. All right. So this parable is very different than the parable of the talents. In the parable of the talents, again, everyone was given a very large sum of money, uh, probably in the thousands of dollars. And in this parable, the mina, uh, people have different opinions of what minas are, but uh, it's usually somewhere between 2 to $10. And each... Uh, each of these servants was given just a very small amount of money, and they were given the same amount of money. In the parable of the talents, some are given ten, some are given five, some are given uh, a different amount. But in the parable of the minas, everyone is given the same thing, but they increase it in different ways. In the parable of the minas, again, parable of talents, a lot of money. In the parable of the minas, the... the uh, the impact and the the focus is upon a very small amount of money, just uh, two to ten dollars a piece. And those uh, they were handed a very little thing, but if they managed it wisely, he called them good, honorable, and upright and faithful, using their faith or proving trustworthy. And the reward for ten minas was to be ruler over ten cities. Five minas was to be ruler over five cities, and a one mina was given to the man with ten. And so this is kind of the recap of that uh, parable. And all I want to say is this, that I believe that this parable is very much about increasing in your authority. That uh, this parable is speaking to increasing your Authority. Why? Because those who were faithful in very little things were actually given charge over cities. And um, and how many know that the Lord actually wants 
to increase your authority in the city you live in. Do you, do you believe that's true? Like God cares about your city and he actually doesn't want some territorial spirit ruling over your city. He wants you to be the territorial spirit in your city. He wants you to set the atmosphere. He wants you to create the atmosphere that other people come into that when they're driving into your city. You know, I love the story in uh, in, in 1 Samuel uh, 19 where some prophets started prophesying and uh, and Saul sent the armies to go capture David because they heard David was with the prophets. And when the armies came into the atmosphere of the prophets, the spirit of prophecy came on them. They got wiped out and started prophesying. So they go back to Saul. Saul sends another army. They come. They get wiped out and start prophesying. So he sends a third army. They go in. They get wiped out. They come back. Now, here's the fascinating part to me. So Saul decides to come himself, and while he is still several miles away, the spirit hits him, and he starts walking along prophesying on the road all the way to the city. What does that mean? Their portal of impact, their portal of glory had expanded from just a building within the city to actually outside the city. Come on, the glory pocket that they had established through a personal breakthrough became a corporate breakthrough that became a territorial breakthrough that, so that when Saul, who was rejected by God at the time, even got in the geography of what was going on miles away, he was hit by the same spirit that started in that place. Listen, this church is named Blazing Fire, and this fire is not just meant for this church. This fire is meant for this city to become a territorial spirit, a spirit of fire, the passion for God, the burning heart of God, and it's meant to expand beyond the walls. And and, and it, part of that is just taking it outside of the walls, but honestly, God can do something atmospherically. Here today, God could do something atmospherically here today that would reach um, beyond the walls of this room. And, and I'm hungry for that. Is anybody else hungry for that? You know? So how do we increase in this kind of authority that's talking about? Well, obviously, the first, the, uh, just three things, very simple and very quick. The first thing is this, faithfulness in the little things. What, how did the manager commend them? How did the Lord commend them? He said, you have been faithful in the very little things. The very little things. Now, this is a healing school, so let's just apply this to healing for a moment. You know, in the supernatural, again, one of the easiest ways to miss your miracle is how simple, how small, how little things are. Do you realize that? Like, sometimes you just have this little idea or this little picture or this little impression in your heart. And it's learning to respond to those little things. Do you know, uh, I remember when I was first filled with the Holy Spirit, I was kind of expecting to be overtaken. Like I was expecting, I think, to be possessed. You know what I mean? Like beyond my control. You know, just something to happen where God would so overtake me that from that point on, I, you know, it would be all God and no me. And, and, you know, many people treat the supernatural that way, that they're looking for something that's all God and no you. 
But you know what? God is looking for partnership. He's looking for relationship. He loves his sons and daughters, and he loves interacting with them, giving them gifts, giving them authority, giving them power, and he wants to partner with us. But here's the thing, that you have to step out with the small things. I love that the parable of the, t- of the minas is, is about just very little things. Good and faithful servant, you have been faithful with the very little things. And you're like, oh, all I've done is prayed for somebody with a headache. Oh, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful with the very little things. Oh, all that happened, I felt a little fire in my hand. So I went up and I I laid hands on their shoulder. Good and faithful servant. You've been faithful with the very little things. You know what? The little things in the kingdom of God lead to big things. Do you see this? You've been faithful with a couple of bucks. I'll make you ruler over cities. Come on. How many think that's a good trade? Like that is a good promotion program right there. You know, you've been faithful with $2. I'll give you 10 cities. Come on. That's, that's the extravagance of, of our father. That's the extravagance of our father. And so never despise the day of small beginnings. Never despise the small things. Never despise the little things. You may think, wow, you know, my gift is so, I mean, it's just in infancy. It's just beginning. I, I, when I get words of knowledge, I just get this much. When I, you know, pray for healing, it's just this much. Awesome. Come on. You're just... If you be faithful with that, if you just be faithful with the little things, you'll be changing cities in no time. I mean, that's how you do it. That's how you do it. Every, every champion starts with something small and just stays at it, just keeps working it. I love, I I read this little parable the other day and it said, even a great oak tree will fall if you just hit it three to five times a day. Like, just take an axe, hit it three five, three to five times a day. And if you just keep doing that every day, that tree eventually will fall. And I want you to know, if you just stay faithful in the little things, nothing will stand before you. Nothing will be impossible. Don't despise little things. Don't despise small things. Don't despise things that seem like small beginnings because that is God's graduation program. That is how God decides who's going to get the increased authority, favor, and influence in specific territories. So don't miss the stewardship of the small things and of what you have. It's absolutely a key. So act in faith with what you already have, even if it's small. Act in faith. Take a chance. All right? The second point is this. Investing what you have with expecting increase. Investing what you have and expecting increase. Notice that some of these guys took their small mina and turned it into 10 minus. Some, some people took it, turned it into 5 minus. And so you should not just expect to have what you have, but that as you give what you have, you will increase what you have. And here I'm not talking about offerings. I'm talking about acting in your gifts, acting in your authority, acting with that which the Lord has put upon your life. As you move on it, as you act on it, as you invest in it, you expect 
a return. You expect an increase. You expect a change. I was telling those of you that are uh, new with us tonight, I was telling people that in the word of knowledge, I'm always, in, I'm always encouraging people. Okay, you get words of knowledge. Somebody has a headache or somebody has a shoulder ache. Awesome. Don't despise that little thing. That's amazing. That's fantastic. But now try and get who is it? Where are they? You know, like get the next piece of word of knowledge. Why? Because as we exercise, we should expect increase. In the parable of the minus, the ones that were rewarded the most were the ones who saw an increase with the little thing that they were given. And so go after increase. Go after increase. Go after increase. Don't despise the small thing you have. Act on it. Move on it. The slightest impression, the slightest move of God. You know, uh, Smith Wigglesworth, again, was a man who was greatly used of God, had thousands of healings, raised 14 people from the dead that we know of for sure. And, uh, and, and some, some estimates are as many as 200 uh, possible people that he raised from the dead, but there's 14 that were documented. And uh, they asked him, what, the, what was the secret of his power? What was the secret of his strength? And he said, at the slightest impression of the Holy Spirit, at the slightest whisper of the Holy Spirit, I turn aside to obey. That was the secret of his strength, was just responding to the smallest little thing. And, uh, and I think, again, we're all looking for the big thing. Well, the way to get to the big thing is through the small thing. It's to not despise that small beginning, not to despise that small impression. You, you have that thought, I should pray for my neighbor today. I should, I should give a call. I should, I should stop over. I should, you know, or, uh, or y- your workmate, you know, you see them come in limping and you're like, I should, yeah, go for it. Come on, act on it. Look for your increase. Go after your increase by being faithful with what you have. Invest what you have. And expect an increase. Plant your treasures in a good field. They were rewarded because they acted honorably and uprightly. You want to honor what you have. You want to honor what you have. And you want to act upon what you have. You want to increase what you have. An investment requires risk. Don't be afraid to take chances. Don't be afraid to make a mistake. All right? The greatest mistake you can make is to never step out. The greatest mistake you can make is to never move. I, I told you today that we, uh, you know, we train teams also in, uh, in raising the dead and anoint teams in raising the dead. And one of my favorite stories, actually, from our, uh, from our resurrection team at the mission is that that team actually hasn't seen a resurrection yet. We'd had some resurrections at the church, but it didn't come through that resurrection team. But one of the awesome things is, they prayed for this young boy who had died, and uh, his family was not Christian, but they prayed for him. They prayed for, I, I don't know, quite a while, and he did not raise back from the dead. But the father came in and said, that's in the Bible, isn't it? Like praying for people to be raised from the dead, that's in the Bible, isn't it? And, and, and they're like, yeah. And, and he said, I've never met anybody that does what's in the Bible. They said, I want to know your God. And they led him to the Lord. And over, I don't remember what the count was, but over, huh? 32 of, of their family members got saved from somebody not raising from the dead. 
And, you know, some people are like, well, what if I pray and nothing happens? Well, then you might lead 32 people to Christ. That's what may happen. Why? Because God moves by faith. God moves by faith. And see, this man saw faith. He didn't see the miracle, but he saw the faith, and the faith moved him to want to know God, and his whole family was swept into the kingdom of God. You are not going to see increase without risk. You're not going to see increase without risk. Did you know that in, I mean, I mean, this is one of those paradoxes. So I want to I set you up. This is one of those seemingly opposing opposite things because we believe that it's God's will to heal every single time, every single person. Like, I believe that with all my heart. I absolutely believe that. But I love how in the, uh, the faith chapter, what's often called the faith chapter in Hebrews chapter 11, he starts honoring people and he starts talking about his heroes and he's like, Abraham did this, and Moses did this, and David did this. And, 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 and he starts listening to some of the judges and things like that. And then at the end, he goes, and all these died without seeing what they were believing for. <laughs> Woo! And you're like, what? Like, what was he celebrating? These guys died without ever seeing the fruit of their faith. I don't think God measures faith the same way we do. I don't know that he measures faith the same way we do because we are so result-driven. And again, I believe every time. I believe every time we pray, something happens. I believe that, that God is moving and it's always his will to heal and we're always after the fullness of his will and his purpose. But I'm just saying this, that God is impressed by faith. When you go for it, when you take the risk... When you step out, when you act on what you have, you are investing. You are believing. You are taking that risk, and God responds to that. Like, he responds to that. He remembers that. He rewards that. That's where the increase comes from. And, you know, again, we said earlier today that faith is a muscle, and I truly believe that, that it's true. It's, it's really compared. They talk about training yourself to be godly and, and the exercise of your faith and all those different things. So I really believe it is like a muscle. And again, you, you know, you don't develop muscles by just lifting one time. You know, you develop muscles by lifting again and again and again and running again and again and again by responding again and again and again. That's how you get the increase of that muscle, the increase of that strength. And in the same way with your faith, it's about investing it again and again, taking the risk again and again, stepping out with the little that you have and expecting the increase of the Lord. So, again, investment requires risk, but invest what you have and expect increase. And the third is this, and, and this really is a huge key. The third is really knowing the heart of the master. The foolish servant didn't really know the heart, the true heart of his master. The master's goal was that faithful servants would enter into the joy of their master and experience increase. Like that was the heart of the master. The heart of the master was that they would come in to the joy. They would come in to the joy and the thrill of their of the kingdom. And that they would receive an increase, that they would receive an increase. 
And I just want to say that as we are stepping out, it's important to know the heart of the Father. It's important to know the heart of the Master. That His motive is for you to come into His joy. For you to come into the delight. For you to come into the place. Whoa, that's so cool, man. What God did. How God's moving. Woo! You get to enter into the joy of the Lord. And you get to enter in to that place of increase. God's desire is for faithful servants to enter the joy of their master and experience increase. The foolish servant was judged according to his own judgment. His judgment of the master was harsh, and so his own judgment was harsh. But see, there's no fear in those who know the heart of their master and king. And I just want to say again that uh, do you ever do, you know, you might ask me, do I ever get afraid? All the time, like I really do, but I know that fear is the enemy. You know what I mean? That perfect love casts out fear, and so you know you stand before people with a huge need, and you can get intimidated at times. But you just step back in to the love of your master. Like, why am I here? Because he wants me to enter his joy. Why am I here? Because he wants me to come into increase. This is my opportunity to show the love of the Father. This is my opportunity to show faith. And so you just overcome the fear with the love of the Father. You overcome the fear with the truth. And see, this servant had fear, but he couldn't get over his fear because he didn't really know the heart of his master. He didn't really know the heart of the one who had sent him. And I'll tell you, one of the ways that you increase in authority is just a continual revelation, the knowledge of him, just a continual revelation of who he wants to be and how he wants to uh, show himself to you. I believe, again, this is one of the master keys of the kingdom of God is the knowledge of Jesus Christ, the knowledge of Jesus Christ. And I'm not talking about just, uh, you know, yes, you know, Jesus, of course, you wouldn't be in this uh, room tonight if you didn't know Jesus to some degree. But what I'm saying is all the different ways that you can know Jesus, all the ways that you can experience him because the knowledge of him releases, releases greater power, greater authority, greater rev revelation. How does it do it? Very simply, I won't get into the whole teaching, but, but one of the basic ways it does it is whatever you see in him gets released in you. Whatever you see in the Lord, whatever you behold in him, whatever you grasp about who he is and what he wants to do, those new revelations that you see in him, whew, that gets released in you. Whatever you behold, you become. Whatever you see in him, you begin to manifest. And so it really is about knowing the heart of the master, about knowing the heart um, of the father, that his heart is so for you to bring you into his joy and to uh, increase your experience and to give you a greater authority. The result of all this was increased authority and influence in cities and the sharing of the joy of the master. And I don't know about you, but I just want to make a difference. I just want to make a difference. I want to delight the heart of my father, come in to his joy, and I want to change cities. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a passion. You know, so how are we going to do that? We're going to be faithful with the little things. The little things. 
The little things. Don't wait for something more. Don't wait for something bigger. Act on what you got. Move with what you got. Step out with what you got. But also, as you take the risk, expect increase. And begin to look for it. Begin to look for the more. Begin to look for the greater clarity. Begin to look, you know, that this is going to be this is going to develop something. This is going to grow something. So take your gift to the gym and work it out and work it out and work it out. But you know why there's mirrors in the gym? Because you expect increase. That's why there's mirrors in the gym. You can see where you're at, but you're expecting increase. So you're looking and going, hey, yeah, losing something there, gaining something here. That's what I'm after. That's good. You know? Well, it's it's the same thing that you are working it, you're training, you are exercising your faith for the purpose of increase. And then just continually stepping into the knowledge of the Lord, just knowing him, just knowing his heart, just entering into his joy, entering into his delight and knowing that his heart is also for increase, that it's his delight to give you his kingdom, that it's his delight to release greater realms of authority upon you. So once again, just stretch your hands out before the Lord. And why don't you just, if you just feel led of the Lord, why don't you just say something along these lines? I mean, it can be your own words, but just say something along these lines. Lord, I give you the little that I have. Lord, I give you the measure that I have. Lord, I, I will step out with the small impressions, Lord, with the, with the small faith, Lord God. I'll step out with the, the vision or the idea or the prompting of the Spirit. I'll step out with the tingle. I'll step out with the fire, Lord. I'll not despise the small things, Lord. Even what seems like small miracles at the beginning, Lord, I will rejoice in every one. I will give you thanks, Lord God. I will rejoice as I move out in what you have for me. Because I believe, Lord, that you are inviting me into your joy. You're inviting me into your delight. You're inviting me into your business. You're inviting me into your authority and your kingdom. And so, Father, I pray tonight that even through this simple parable that you shared with your disciples, that tonight, Lord, there would be a release of greater authority in our life. Father, release whew, a seed of authority whew, in Jesus' name. Whew. Father, just a greater confidence to step out right here. There's a boldness. There's a boldness to take a hold of. Whew. There's a confidence to not despise small things, to not despise small beginnings. Whew. Father, thank you. Thank you. And there's going to be a, a rapid return, a quick increase. And, Father, we're, we're, we're stepping out in joy, not in fear. Lord, not thinking you're hard about this or the whole healing thing is hard. No, no, no. We're stepping into your joy, and it's your delight to increase us. So, Lord, we also step into the knowledge of God, an increased revelation of the knowledge of God of who you are. And who you want to be to us, Lord. We just come into it tonight. So we thank you for an upgrade of authority. Ha <laughs> ha. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Okay. So let's pray tonight for people who have had a condition for, let's start with 10 years or more. If you've had a condition for 10 years or more, would you just uh, stand to your feet if you're able? And... uh
And that's what we're going to, we'll, we'll start there tonight. That'll just be the marker we start with. You're just coming up. You're not waiting. Yeah, absolutely. Praise the Lord. <laughs> awesome. Good. Awesome. Is this a commercial? It feels like a commercial. Because only the person with the mic can give commercials. Okay, okay. Praise the Lord. I'll let you guys have your conversation. Okay, so uh, those that have a, a condition of 10 years or more, you guys are standing. That's awesome. You stay with us. We want we want to pray for you. We're excited about it. Okay, and we're going to uh, we're going to step out. We're going to pray for you. Now, here's the deal. All right, um, don't um, don't treat this any different. All right. Then somebody who's had a condition for one day or for, uh, you know, that just happened or something like that. OK, just come at it with the same faith. Right. The, a day with the Lord is a thousand years like we're, we're not coming from the temporal realm. We're coming from the heavenly realm as we address this. So many of you have a fresher faith when you're dealing with something that is is more new or, or, or more basic. That's awesome. That's awesome. Just step into the freshness of that thing tonight. All right, so let's get, uh, why don't you just get a partner right now and gather around one of these people that are standing, okay? So just get a prayer partner, a prayer buddy, and, uh, and then move around these people that are standing uh, so that you can just team up together uh, to minister tonight. Thank you, Lord. Hey, Todd, could you could you go to the keys for a little bit and just, you know, we don't have to have music, but uh, but I love it. I just enjoy it. Okay, let me see your hand if if no one has got around you yet. If you're if you haven't been prayed for yet, yeah. Okay, so we have a lady in the back there. Can we get two people to stand with her? Anybody else? Praise the Lord. Okay. All right, now just set your faith. Just set your faith in your heart for a moment. This is easy. This is easy. Our master's not hard. This isn't hard. We're just entering into his joy. We're just entering into his delight. God, thank you that we're going to see breakthrough tonight of situations that have been holding on for a long time. So, Lord, tonight, let there be an increase of power, an increase of authority that's released in this room to just break the hold in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Okay, I want you to just take a moment, ask them what the condition is. You don't need the backstory. Just what is the condition? What are you praying for? And then just do the business. Just do the stuff. Do it like it's the very first time. The very first time they've ever received prayer. Just step out with fresh faith. Fresh anointing. You can say pain go, sickness go, whatever it is. Just speak to that thing. And you know what I love to do? While I'm laying my hand there, 
I don't even have to say anything. I just love to begin to soak in the joy of the Lord. Just the joy of my master. Not a pressure to perform. Just the joy of the Lord. Just enter into your master's happiness. Ha. Ah, thank you, Father. So, Lord, we release over backs that were injured many years ago in car accidents, in industrial situations, work accidents. Father, we thank you that today is the day of salvation. Today is the day of change. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Oh, yeah. Father, we thank you that sports injuries have to go today. There's a release of your grace. There's a release of your glory right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Show. Lord, like a woman with the issue of blood, we just press through the crowd. She suffered many things at the hand of doctors and spent all the money she had. Father, we thank you for doctors and we thank you for medicine. We thank you for all those who are ministers of your mercy. But Father, tonight, we come to the great physician. Ah, we come to the great physician. Lord, release your power. Release your authority through your children, Lord. Thank you, Father. Eyes open, ears open. Back, neck, be loosed in Jesus' name. Knees, be strengthened. Show. Some of you may want to minister healing. Others might want to minister working of miracles. Maybe they need a new body part. Just call it in. We just call it in, Lord. Through working of miracles, Lord. Show. Thank you, Lord, that you make all things new. Thank you that you make all things new. Show. Yeah. Whoo. Thank you, God, for recreating muscles and tendons, recreating bones and discs. Lord, thank you that you've given us an arsenal, not only of healing, but of working of miracles, of gift of faith. Thank you, Father. Lord, release fresh grace, fresh gifts in this house tonight. Thank you, God. Oh. Oh. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Ha. Thank you, Lord. Shoo. Shoo. Ah. Okay, get ready to do something you couldn't do. We're not going to check for the pain. We're going to check for the healing. Ah. We're not going to check for the restriction. We're going to check for the motion. All right? Get ready and just check to do what you couldn't do before. Go ahead and give it a try. Go ahead and give it a try. See what you got. Thank you, Father. Lord, we just call forth the authority of the Gospels, the authority of your word, the grace, the giftings. Father, break the hold of long-standing conditions tonight in Jesus' name. Just be glorified. Ha, ha. Whoo. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Lord. Shoo. Thank you, Father. Shoo. Okay, let's check in. Let's check in. How many of you have a change in your condition? Wave your hand at me. If you have a change in a condition that has been there for 10 years or longer, look at right back there in the back. Yeah? Awesome. Come on. Let's praise the Lord. We're going to hear what it is in just a moment. Anybody else have a change in their condition yet? Awesome. Can you come up here? Can you come up here? Yeah. Praise the Lord. Okay, check again. Check again. So what's going on? What's happening? Um, well, this kind of, I started last night with the neck thing, but it's been like since I was 19, scoliosis, and I wore a, a back brace for a year and a half. And ever since, I can't sleep in motel beds or people's houses without... I just don't sleep. I have so much pain or sitting in the booth at a restaurant. So just kind of always in pain unless I'm in my own bed. Yeah. It's really padded. So what happened tonight? I'm feeling like my neck thing is really letting go tonight. And they're just prophesying and saying they saw white stuff all down my spine. And, um, yeah, I'm feeling like pretty good. That's awesome. Come on, let's praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know, uh, uh, we were up in Alaska. Rob and I were up in Alaska. And he just had people sing, God is so good over one another. They weren't even praying. And a woman who had scoliosis was totally healed. She went to the doctor, had x-rays done. And, uh, and her spine was totally straight, confirmed by the doctor. And so, Lord, we just thank you. You are so good. And, Lord, thanks for touching our sister tonight, healing her, Lord, totally of scoliosis and of any impact upon her neck, upon her spine. Lord, we just thank you that, ha, 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 Lord, you have made the crooked way straight in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's praise the Lord. Yeah? Did you have a breakthrough also? Okay, here's another testimony. First became a Christian. I um, got rear-ended like six times in six, um, two months, and um, and Sheila was praying for me. And um, you know, um, I I just saw a spirit of you know like something was digging into my back. I mean, I've seen that sometimes. And then she just prayed against the generational stuff and um, you know spirit of death. Yeah. And now it's feeling so much better. Yeah. Uh, I I haven't had yeah. It's not that stiff, and it, the pain's the pain's gone. Yeah. Oh, it's gone! Praise the Lord! The pain's gone. Praise the Lord! That's awesome. That is wonderful. Who else? Anybody else have a change in their condition you'd like to testify? This is great. You guys are doing good. You got two breakthroughs that have been ten years or more already, and we just started. I mean, we just launched out a little bit in that all right let's go let's go after something different for a moment you can get more prayer we'll bring the prayer teams up in just a moment to pray for you but uh 
uh, let's go after things um, in the legs or arms of restricted movement or restricted motion. So, like, if you can't bend down like that with your knees or if you can't stretch your hand above your head, how many of you have a condition that could be your limit of mobility or flexibility could actually be seen or observed? How many have a situation like that in their arms or in their legs? Okay. And, okay. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. All right. So can we have those people stand if you're able to stand? Otherwise, just raise your hand uh, if you, if you, yeah. Awesome. So let's get some people around them. Okay. Those that are standing, get some people around them. We're going to go after this. So if there's a limit to the motion of your hands or of your legs, limited mobility, limited flexibility, something like that, something that we can see, something that we can observe. So show us what the, without hurting yourself, show the person's praying for you what the limit is. What can you not do? Okay. What can you not do? You can tell them or just show them, but, um, we just love to see the difference. We love to see the change in flexibility and mobility um, right now. So just let them know what you can do, what you can't do. Uh, show them if possible. And then begin to release, uh, release the blessings of the Lord. So, Father, we thank you right now that you are bringing uh, bones back into the joint. Lord, you're restoring tendons and muscles. Thank you, Father. Show thank you lord that those wounds that have hindered and those things that have become like uh, uh bone spurs and calcium deposits in the shoulder and the rotator cuff and and lord those things that have been damaged in the knee we just speak reconstruction restoration in jesus name lord restoring flexibility to the hips and to the knees lord to the ankle thank you father in jesus name we just speak restoration. Yeah. Just go ahead and minister to people.
All right, check in with them, see how they're doing. All right? Check in with them, see how they're doing. Ah. Come on, we're taking some risks tonight. I'm going to ask everybody who's not praying with someone, just stand. We're going to worship for a moment. We're going to worship for just a moment. We're going to sing a real simple chorus. It goes, uh, Holy Spirit, you are welcome. You come flood this place and fill the atmosphere. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for. To be overcome by your presence, Lord. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place and fill the atmosphere. All right? Let's sing it again. Here we go. See, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place and fill the atmosphere. Your glory, your glory, God, is what our hearts long for. To be overcome by your presence, Lord. Yes, Lord. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, God, just saturate the atmosphere with your presence. Saturate the atmosphere with your glory, Lord. Ha. Whoo. Thank you, Jesus. All right, let's check in with the people we're praying for real quick. Check your mobility. See if there's any change in your mobility after being prayed for. Wave your hand at me if there's a change in your flexibility or mobility of your arms or legs. So you can show us what you can do now, all right? All right, who had a change in their situation? Yeah? You did, or are you just testing? You're drunk. That's good. We have a change over here. Yeah? What's happening? Did you have a change over here? I couldn't even do it at all, even with pain. Now I can do it. It's painful, but I can move it. Okay, so you couldn't move it before, and there was pain. Now you can move it, but there's still pain. So, Father, we just thank you for what you're doing. We thank you for this increased motion. We just say, pain, go, in Jesus' name. Lord, just release more, more. Lord, thank you. Thank you, God, that she can do what she couldn't do before. Lord, just increase it. And all pain go in Jesus' name. Woo! Praise the Lord. She lifted it all the way up over her head. That's awesome. Praise the Lord. Come on, let's celebrate with her. God's doing something there. He's breaking through there. Amen. You know, I think part of the focus tonight... It's just for you to go after some things that maybe scare you or challenge you. Things that seem like they would be an increase for you. 
That's one of the reasons we've been going after people with pain that we can see. Going after people that have had a condition that's been for 10 years or something like that. I want you to begin to stretch your faith. I want you to begin to, to face those things and go after them, all right? We're going to invite the ministry team from this house to come up, stand across the front, okay? So the ministry team that's been approved from this house, just get ready to, uh, to pray for people. We're going to invite people with any situation, any condition that needs healing. We'll invite you to come up and just to be ministered to um, by this team. So, Father, we thank you that you have positioned an upgrade for us, Lord, an upgrade of power, an upgrade of authority, Father, but an upgrade of faith as well, that, Lord, we're going to step out with things we've been fearful in the past, things that have challenged us or threatened us in the past. Lord, we're going to face them. We're going to go after them, Lord God, and we are going to see transformation. Lord, thank you for the people whose situation was changed tonight, Lord, the scoliosis where there was freedom in the neck and the back and the motion, Lord. We just thank you for that. Ten years of suffering changing tonight um, in Jesus' name, Lord. And uh, we thank you for our other sister that had uh, the change tonight, Lord God. And, and, and even this increased mobility, Lord, just keep melting away the pain and increasing that mobility. In Jesus' name, we thank you for every good thing. So we're going to invite you to come. Any pain, any sickness, any situation, go ahead and come forward. Just be ministered to the, by the group, and, uh, and I will turn it over to, uh, to the house. To Oh, there you are. Just dismiss or... Okay. So tomorrow night, remember, we're going to show some videos about going after blindness, going after deafness, going after uh, uh, lame, uh, lameness in the bones, lameness in the, in the uh, legs and things like that. We'll show some videos. We're going to just tap into that generational anointing, just go after an upgrade. We'll also be having the school tomorrow. Join us in the healing school tomorrow. But God bless you. Feel free to stay around and worship or watch or join in the ministry or to receive healing. Father, we thank you tonight. We just ask that you keep increasing through the night, Lord, of dreams, of visions, of power, of authority, of revelation, of hope, of overthrowing fear with your love, your goodness, and your joy. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you guys. Thanks, you guys. It's great to be here, and uh, I always enjoy being with the dudes, and I always enjoy being with your leadership, so just a great time. Um, I'm going to give a couple things away real quickly, and I want to say something about the resources in back. When service is over tonight, um, we're, we'll be clearing out those resources, so the tables will only be open for about 30 minutes, so when you get back there, you'll... Uh, you know, you'll want to make a dash for it and just kind of get that stuff quick. The do stuff is almost gone, so um, if you, yeah, so if you want some of that amazing teaching, I bought some for my mom because I thought she'd hear it a lot better from Carol than me. <laughs> and uh, it's going to be great. Uh, also, tonight, uh, Bill, what is that teaching you do about the history of 
the coming healing revival. Uh, we're going to tap into a little something tonight that Bill explains in much greater detail. He doesn't have those CDs with him, but you can download it uh, in MP3 format at dunamis.com, so at their website. So check that, check that out. It's a great message, and anything Carol has is amazing. Get his book. Love his book. Get Pastor's book. He can't say it, but I can. It's amazing. It's amazing. Honestly, I have read through it. I read through it before it came out because he uh, sent me the manuscript and invited me to endorse it, which I heartily did because I really believe it is the foundational truth of this move of God that we've been in since the 1994 uh, of the outpouring of the Father's love and how important that is to all the renewal, refreshing, revival, empowerment, prophetic, all the things that we say today really come from this foundation of the revelation of the Father's heart and the Father's love. So, so definitely get that. Um, I also have some books back there, uh, our Physics of Sound book. We did pick up a couple more, so uh, those are back there, which is a compilation writing between David Vancouver and Ray Hughes and Larry Randolph and Bill and Benny Johnson and myself all putting together some things about how physics uh, – and connects with the concepts of heaven. And so you can check that out. Also, the book that we just released at the School of the Prophets in Reading this year, which is Basic Training for Prophetic Activation. It's really part two to uh, Chris Vallotton's manual. That's back there as well. It has over 60 prophetic activations in it and all the teachings and scriptural foundations, a lot of testimonies, all that kind of stuff. And then my songwriting books are back there, uh, The Worship Writer's Guide and Finding Your Song. Uh, this it goes through seven different types of, uh, of worship songs and actually gives you instructions, exercises, how to write these. Where's that singer, the, the young lady that sings with the team? Come on up here. I want to give this to you. Uh, have you written any songs yet? Have you? you oh, the one. That, all right. Awesome. Well, Father, we just pray for more awesome songs. Father, that you would just pour out of your spirit. Whew, in Jesus' name, bring forth the power of the new song. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Rob Harris is with me tonight. He's our Africa director for Sounds of the Nations, which is a, organiz a missions organization that I oversee. We help people write and record their authentic expressions of worship all around the world in their own style and own language. And Rob is advancing that more than any of us. Uh, he's working in Africa, and the Zulu band uh, that he works with just was nominated for the equivalent of the Grammy Award there in uh, in South Africa for Best Gospel Album of the Year. And my favorite song, yeah, praise the Lord, my favorite song uh, of that whole CD is on this CD. It's called Bayete. And uh, this is a sampler from last year from all of our different worship teams. We also have a new one out there, uh, Sounds of the Nations 3. But this one from last year has that song, Bayete, on it, which is a Zulu word, which means basically all glory, honor, and praise. Uh, and, and they would only say that word when the, when the king of the Zulus would come into the village. They would all bow down on their face and say, Bayete, Bayete. So now they've taken that concept, applied it to the king of kings, the Lord of lords. But, 
If you like like black gospel music, I mean, this is done in that style. It is incredible. And also our India band is on here who led worship in January for 400,000 uh, people at the Joyce Myers Conference. So uh, just some powerful things. Yeah, Manuel, that's yours. God bless you. Bayete. <laughs> Enjoy that. This is my life message, really, the living on the right side of the cross. I'm convinced that most people don't live in the full blessings of the cross. Uh, in other words, we relate to the cross on the basis of forgiveness of sin rather than freedom from sin and fullness of the Spirit. See, God didn't just die to forgive you. He died to free you so that he could fill you with the same thing that fills God himself. And this is, this is my core message right here, really my life message. I have this in a 45-minute format, uh, which gives you an introduction to the whole concept. And then I have a six-part CD series back there that goes through the whole power of the cross, how to live in the ascended lifestyle, how to make the resurrection a current rather than a, uh, a, a future reality, and really how to release those blessings over your life. So I really think this is the most important thing I ever say. Uh, right here is living on the right side of the cross. So this is great for somebody who has a lot of sin in their life. I'm just kidding. Since you're, he's pointing to you. So there you go. God bless you. You can have that. All right. Somebody's birthday. Is that what you said? Is it her birthday? Come on up here. Awesome. Shh. Wow, you're in church on your birthday. You must be, like, really spiritual, huh? <laughs> That's awesome. We're so glad you're here. This is one of my favorite things, honestly. This is a 30-minute prayer workout uh, of praying around the world. And what we did is we wrote 15 different tracks of music from around the world. And then I, I prayed for every nation in the world over the course of about two years. And this just kind of coaches you for about 15 seconds how to pray for different countries of the world and then releases you to, to do it for the remaining time. Honestly, if you have a passion for the nations, I know the Lord told me that he wouldn't send me anywhere that I didn't pray for. So I prayed for every nation in the world. I got an atlas and just every day I'd pray for a nation, ask God for information about it, all that kind of stuff. So, um, so I do the instruments on here as well as, as the coaching of how to pray around the world. And then at the end, there are all the tracks without any coaching on them. So you can kind of do your own prayer routine if you want to. But I want to bless you with this. And, and uh, yeah, so Father, show. Whew. Lord, just birthday blessings as well, Lord God. Uh, you know, it's so appropriate on birthdays to give gifts. So, Lord, I just pray for a fresh spiritual gift as well, like a new spiritual gift to add to her arsenal. <sighs> ah, show ronke chi. I don't know what your current level of prophetic gifting is, but I do see a great clarity uh, coming in the prophetic gifting. I just see a great uh, increase. You know, we say in the School of the Prophets that the prophetic gift is based around foresight, insight, and oversight. And I see the Lord just greatly increasing that area of insight, a prophetic insight in your life. So we just bless you today from this day forward. May you have prophetic insight whew, into people, into situations, into destinies and dreams. We just release that as well as just bless you with this CD in Jesus' name. God bless you. Happy birthday.
So I just got back from the School of Prophets in Reading. Uh, we, Chris and I have been teaching that for about eight or nine years. And this is one of the teachings I do there called Understanding Your Metron. This is actually on a special right now. Uh, it's only $5 because it's only 30 minutes long. But this is like, uh, I would say, if, if you're trying to figure out how um, to get more favor, authority, influence in your gifting, uh, this is the key message, really. I mean, it really does have a breakthrough of understanding of how to kind of get to that next level. It's called understanding your metron, and, and, and you'll understand it better when you listen to it. So, yeah, this lady right over here. Yeah, come on up. Bless you. Yes, enjoy. Finally, real quickly, uh, I... I collect instruments from all over the world and my wife's like you got to do something with these things so i made an instrumental uh cd out of it uh i have a strange grace where i can pretty much pick up an instrument and just play it instantly even i've never seen it before i know it's not really fair but that's how grace works um so this is six, 16 tracks of instrumental. I call it global meditation because it really takes you on a journey all around the world through different musical palettes, different musical experiences. If you like the music from Slumdog Millionaire, I didn't write it, but it sounds a little bit like that. It's a kind of combination of electronic along with ethnic uh, instrumental. And we've had people uh, have, have encounters, Holy Ghost encounters, where they you know, uh, experienced other countries in the spirit kind of thing. And a few healing testimonies come from this. So this is global meditation. I haven't really done something. Yeah, this guy right there. Come on up here. Bless you. All right. Okay, we're going to do something different tonight. It might not be different for this church, but it will be different. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Your different bar is pretty high. <laughs> that's why that's why you invited me, I suppose. <laughs> but different is good, right? <laughs> different is good. That's awesome. So um we are gonna do something a little bit uh, a little bit out of the ordinary. Um, I have only done what we're going to do tonight. I've only done that, uh, done this in very small supernatural school settings uh, where we can really set up an understanding of what we're doing, all that kind of stuff. I've never done this in a public meeting before. And, uh, but you guys seem like a safe place. For that, but I, I felt that really a prompting of the Holy Spirit. So I just, some of you are scared from what I said. So let me just set you at ease for a moment. What we're going to do is I love revival history. I don't know about you, but I, I absolutely love revival history. I love to study the great revivals. I have quite an extensive library, uh, extensive collection of revival history things. And, and I love to go to sites where revival history took place. And I love to collect things from revival history, all this kind of stuff, because I love seeing how the Holy Spirit has been active all throughout history. You know, some people talk about silent years. There aren't any silent years. God's always been moving. God's always been speaking. God's always been doing amazing things. It's just some ages are publicized better than others, you know. And uh, so 
a uh, tonight I'm going to show you some uh, some revival footage from mostly the 1950s, 60s, and 70s of William Branham, of Catherine Kuhlman, of uh, of A. A. Allen, and of Jack Coe. If we have enough time, we'll we'll show you some of each of those uh, videos, and um, I believe that as we watch them, that a few things are going to happen. First of all, your faith is going to rise. You're going to see blind people being healed, people coming out of wheelchairs. You're going to experience that. And if you've never seen that before, tonight you'll be changed, honestly. You'll be changed. I remember when I was six years old, even before I was a Christian, I was six years old. I remember sitting in our basement in Iowa in front of a black and white TV watching Oral Roberts uh, praying for people. And pulling people out of wheelchairs and things like that and crutches, you know, throwing down and all these different things. And I remember just tears streaming down my face. It's my earliest childhood memory. And I wasn't even a Christian. And I just believe that the Lord embedded that into my spirit. And when I, when I watch these things, something happens to me. I mean, oftentimes I cry every time. But, uh, but what, what I want to get to tonight is that uh, I've had the privilege of meeting some of the families. Like we we open we reopened the Smith Wigglesworth Healing Rooms in Bradford, England. I was a part of that, and and just interviewing a bunch of people that knew Smith and hung out with him. I interviewed people whose whose uh, family members were part of the Welsh Revival. Firsthand accounts passed down from the Welsh Revival, and and uh, and so I've had a lot of opportunities to meet somebody. Well, in the book God's Generals. Uh, one of the general, uh, one of the people who is mentioned in God's generals, and also his photo is in God's general. I had the opportunity of being very good friends with his son, uh, who was at the time a kicker for the Dallas Cowboys, and 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 just kind of bringing him back into a vibrant relationship with Jesus. And and as a gift to me, he knew I loved revival history. He knew I loved, you know, uh, healing and the supernatural. He actually gave me the jacket that his father used to wear when he would do healing crusades. Now, his father, I don't want to mention his name because I, we, we don't want to get focused on man tonight. That's not what we're talking about. We're not, we're not tapping into something from men. We're tapping into something that God has done. All right, so I don't want to I don't want to say his name, but um, when when this young man he had received his father's church, which had been closed down for a little while, and I'm like, after he got born again, I'm like, you should go see your dad's church. Like, you should at least go see the property. He's like, oh, it's all run down. I don't care about that. And I'm like, no, let's you know, let's go see. So he goes down, and in the basement of this church in Ohio, there were uh, four dump truck loads of back braces, wheelchairs, uh, crutches, four double axle, axle tandem dump truck loads that he hauled out and gave to the Salvation Army, just cleaning out from all the miracles. And I've got his jacket here tonight, that jacket that he wore. And I just I did find a date on it. It says 1958 inside there. And uh, he's pictured and, and mentioned in, um, in God's general book. And, and so... Um, we are going to pray for you later tonight. And, and if you want, I will hit you with this jacket. (laughs) 
I know that sounds crazy. But again, your crazy bar is pretty high. And so is mine. So is mine. I don't know whose who's is higher. We'll probably know by the end of the night. But um, this, is, this is why we're going to do that. Okay? I just want to share a couple scriptures with you real quick. I'm not going to preach. But I do want to ground this in scripture just a little bit. Show you the videos. We'll line people up for prayer and, um, and see what God does. Does that sound... Are you up for this? Okay, so real quickly, uh, from 2 Kings chapter 13, we have uh, the death of Elisha. And um, so we have this powerful description in verse 20 that says, Elisha died and was buried. That's obviously a guy wrote this book, you know, this part. (laughs) But uh, anyway, it says... Now Moabite Moabite traders used to enter the country every spring. And once, while some Israelites were burying a man, suddenly they saw a band of raiders. And so they threw the man's body into Elisha's tomb. When the body touched Elisha's bones, the man came to life and stood up on his feet. That may be my favorite resurrection story. Is that the mo- you know they're getting ready to bury this guy, and when they do, the the enemy invades the land, and they're like, "What do we do with this dude?" So they took him and threw him in somebody's tomb, who happened to be Elisha's tomb, and when the dead body touched the dead body of Elisha, there was still so much anointing in it that he he rose from the dead and climbed back out. Come on. How many know God's weird bar is pretty high? It's really, it's really weird. All right, now why do I mention this besides it just being a great, accurate account of historical fact? Um, Is that a dead man's body, okay, still had anointing in it. Somebody who had already died, there was still a transfer of anointing that could take place. That's just the point I'm making right now. Now let's go to Acts chapter 19. And in Acts chapter 19, we have some of the ministry of Paul, the apostle, who was a really religious guy that then met Jesus. How many know if you're super religious and you meet Jesus, things will change? That's what happened to me, actually. I was, a, I was from a line of hundreds of years of ministers, uh, many of them who didn't know Jesus. And uh, then I met Jesus, and it kind of messed everything up for us. But, uh, but here, in verse 11, it said, God did extraordinary miracles through Paul so that even his handkerchief and apron that had touched him were taken to the sick, and their illnesses were cured... And the evil spirits left them. Okay? The handkerchief. All right? Now, let's just get this, let's just get this straight for a moment. It wasn't like Paul was praying over these things. All right? He wasn't praying over them. He wasn't like, oh, Lord, transfer the anointing through this handkerchief. All right? That'll be 100 bucks. You know what I mean? And handing it off to people. No, no, he was, remember, he was a tent maker. He was working. 
He was driving tent pegs. He was setting up tents. It was hot. It's in the desert. He's going, sets it down, does some more, you know, and he reaches back for his. (laughs) Somebody snagged it. (laughs) Why? Because the word was getting out that handkerchiefs and aprons from this guy can cast out devils and heal sickness. You know, we serve the same Jesus. And, you know, we believe it's no sweat to get miracles, but your sweat even (laughs) is pretty powerful. Yeah. So there was a transfer through a cloth. All right, there was a transfer through the anointing, uh, a transfer of the anointing through a cloth that again healed sick people and even cast out evil spirits. All right, and it wasn't like an intentional thing; it was just there. All right, one of the reasons I brought this jacket is, first of all, just as a point of contact to to tap back into the anointing of the fifties and sixties and 70s healing revival of those that have gone before us and kind of paved the way, those that were seeing hundreds of blind people healed and deaf people and, and pulling people out of, of wheelchairs. It's just a point of contact. So, so first of all, it's just a, a symbolic point of contact for our faith. But at the same time, I'm not trying to establish a theology here, but I am saying there is a biblical precedent for someone who is dead, there's still being a transfer of anointing. All right, we read that. We read that in scripture. And there's also a biblical precedent for an anointing being transferred even accidentally through a cloth. This is a cloth of a man, again, who saw many, many miracles. He wrote over 50 books. He was called Mr. Pentecost. I mean, he was given that title because of the incredible impact of his life. Four dump truck loads full of wheelchairs, back braces, all those kind of things. And he wore this often when he would heal the sick. And so I also believe that there's actually a tangible anointing we can tap into tonight by faith, not to give honor to any man, but to give honor to the anointing that God puts upon people's lives. And to say, of the increase of his government and of his peace, there'll be no end. In other words, we're not just trying to get the same. We're trying to build on top of what has gone before us. But how many know that to build on top of what has gone before us, we must embrace what has gone before us. In other words, I want their measure and my measure. You know what? I'm just simple enough to believe that the double portion anointing is just this. That if I get everything you have and then go after everything I have, I have a double portion. Some people are are like, give me a double. I want a double portion of your anointing. I'm like, I don't think you understand what the double portion really is. The double portion is like you. I'll share anything I have with you, but that's still not a double portion. A double portion is if I share everything I have with you. And you go after everything that God has given you personally. Because you have different graces, different callings, different anointings. See, Elisha did, reproduced every miracle that Elijah did. But he also did things that Elisha never did. Why? Because he walked in his own anointing as well. His own gifting, his own calling. And, and so I want to take from the anointing that has gone before us. 
And I want to say, that's mine. I claim it tonight. Everything that happened in the revivals of the 50s, 60s, 70s that was good and of God. All right? I want to take that tonight and make it mine. And then I want to explore what God has for us in this age, in this generation. With your anointing, your graces, your giftings. And through that, we experience the double portion generation. Who's with me? Are you guys, you're going quiet on me? Did I lose you? Okay, are you ready to uh, watch some revival footage? Let's, uh, let's start tonight with A.A. A. Allen and uh, Healing the Blind, okay? A.A. A. Allen was an amazing revivalist and, um, and saw many, many miracles. Again, I got some of this footage from his organist. Uh, there was a man who used to travel with A.A. A. Allen, and one day his organist, something happened, couldn't play, so he turned to his, I think he was 14 years old at the time, turned to his 14-year-old son and said, you're going to play the organ tonight. And he's like, I don't play organ. He said, you will. And he laid hands on him, sent him over to the organ, and he instantly started playing the organ. He played for his crusades from then on. So he gave me some footage of A.A. Allen uh, because he traveled with him for many years and had some prayer claws and different things like that. And uh, so we're going to watch A.A. Uh, Allen. Now, remember, we're not watching this for style hints, okay? <laughs> it was a different time, a different season, a different style, all right? So this does not mean you have to go, in the name of Jesus, <laughs> to get the same kind of results, okay? You, you, you don't have to do that. You can be you, remember, okay? But we want to tap into that anointing. Let's watch A.A. Allen. It'll catch up. Yeah, there we go. you hear i want you to pray for a friend of mine it's like come on focus woman just quit praying and receive Yes, you see. You see for the glory of God. Did you see what this man's doing? 
I'm going to start doing that the part, though. You can't fail me now in the name of Jesus. That the world may know that you have power to forgive sins. You're going to open these eyes. Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, I command these blind eyes I curse the deed that right now you return sight to these eyes. God's doing it. I feel it. God's doing it. I feel it. God's doing it. I said God's doing it. I'm going to believe it. I'm going to command you to see, and when I take the handkerchief off of your eyes, I want you to tell me the first thing you see, because you're going to see everything, aren't you? Yes, sir. Get ready. Are you ready, friends? You ready, young people? Brother, in the name of Jesus, open your eyes, and I command you in Jesus' name to see. Me. I can tell the papers. Look at me. Tell me what you see, Greg. I see your eyes. You see my eyes. <laughs> Yeah. Ever wave at him, folks. 
Okay, let's go ahead and cut that one off. Come on, did anybody get stirred in their spirit? Anybody get provoked in their spirit? You ready to pray for some eyes? If you... If you have a problem with your eyesight, would you please stand? You can have pain in your eyes. You can have contacts. You can wear glasses. You can not see far away. You can not see close up. Whatever your situation is with your eyes, if you would stand. And I'm going to ask you to take your glasses off. Just put them down on your chair or whatever. Now, this is a different style these days. We tell people, during this prayer, don't pray. Receive. And it is a different time and a different style. So, Carol and I and Dano are going to come by and spit in your eyes. No. But we are going to ask you to do a prophetic act. And we have seen this happen over and over and over and over and over in all of our meetings. And particularly when we do these healing um, seminars and conferences. So I'm going to ask you, as a prophetic act, to lick your fingers and put them on your eyelids. And I guess if you're bold enough, you could put them on your eyes. But, but put them on your eyelids. That might be more comfortable. And just relax. And I'm going to pray over you because there's a lot of people standing. And as much as you can, just try to receive Holy Spirit come. Lord, we thank you for the power of the testimony that we just saw in a visual way. We thank you that you are the God who heals, that all things can be made new. And so I speak to eyes right now by the authority and the name of Jesus Christ, who is the giver of sight. I speak to the iris. I speak to the pupil to the optic nerves, to come back into order. I break the power of every spirit of trauma. I break its power over you now. I come against every afflicting spirit, every spirit of blindness in the name of Jesus. I break its power. I speak healing and wholeness to the eye. And we stand on the power of the testimony. Lord, that pastor's wife in Germany, 19 years having to wear glasses. And if she didn't wear glasses, she would get severe headaches. That was two years ago. She hasn't worn glasses since, nor had a headache. Lord, I stand on the power of the testimony. Nine-year-old Bianca in Brazil, crossed eyes. Her parents had never seen her look straight ahead, had never seen both eyes move at the same time. Her eyes are now straight as she did this exercise. Holy Spirit come all over this room, front to back. And we ask and call upon the healing angels to come and help. 
Lord, you've made it very clear that we are not to worship them, but they are fellow workers with us. We ask that they would clear out the spiritual atmosphere in this room and that healing angels would come and literally touch the eyes of many of your people here, that eyes would see, 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 all things made new, all things made new. In the name of Jesus, that the name of Jesus receives honor and glory. Lord, the power of the testimony, that young girl down in Brazil who could then read the liner notes on the CD that her friends who had perfect vision couldn't read. What you did for them, do again in the name of Jesus. Okay. Let me have your attention. Give your, take your hands away from your eyes. Give your eyes a chance to adjust to the light. We had this um, the other night when we did this in the meeting. We had people literally looking across the room and were able to read the exit signs where they weren't blurry anymore. We've had people pick up their Bibles and start to read. So I want you to test your eyes. Some of you may not know exactly what's happened until later. Some of you are going to recognize right now something is different. Something is better. So if you couldn't see up close, try to read something. If you couldn't see far away, try to focus and see if there's a difference. See somebody's face, see some lettering, whatever. And if you can now say to me, you've just received a measure of healing. I don't care if it's 1% because we want to celebrate everything. Or if it's 100%. But if you just received a measure of healing, would you wave at me and keep on waving? Now, stand in now if, you, if you're waving, stand up stand, as best as you can. Stand up so we can see. And, and wave so real high so we can see, so that everybody can see. Be proud of what God's just done. Come on, wave your hands. Wave your hands. Wave your hands. Wave your hands. Come on. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come on, give him praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. How many would say something significant has happened? I definitely can, can see better. I can see across the room. I can read something. Somebody give me a testimony. Who, raise your hand right here. Right here. There we go. Floaters. Wow. I forgot to even pray for floaters. We had a guy in our meeting in Rochester, New York, just a couple of uh, weeks back, and uh, he was a musician, and he said many times he would play the wrong notes because he was looking at the floaters, and all the floaters were gone. Anybody else? Something's happened. Way back here. Here we go. Well, you know, when you get to 40, you start have to do this, and pretty soon your arms aren't long enough. <laughs> and then you got to go to the dollar store and buy the onesie glasses, you know, and then 1.25. Well, now I can hold it like this instead of like that. Wow. And it's not Come blurry. on. That's good. That's a Thank big you. deal. That's a big deal. Who else? Come on. There's, there's some more. There's some more. Something's happened. All right. Let's give, give testimony right here. This, oh, we'll come to you. I, uh, used, I was feeling pressure. Pressure, Behind yeah. The eye. I don't feel that pain anymore. We call, we call that healing. That's good. That's good. The, the guy in the white shirt right here? Yeah. Um, everything looks more colorful, and, like, I had this headache before I got here, and now it's gone also. Come on. Thank you, Lord. Come on. One more. Anybody else? One more. One more. Wait, well, two more right back here. All right. 
They're together. So we prayed, I don't know what day it was when we were here for eyes, and the Lord started the healing. Right. Um, and I still had pressure in my left eye. The pressure's gone. And I can see closer. So it's not completely healed, but it's on its way. Thank Hi! you, Lord, for what you're doing. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. Okay. I had a complication in my left eye from LASIK 12 years ago to where I had a really bad astigmatism that cannot be corrected no matter how far away or close I hold right. something I cannot read out of my left eye. And I can actually read just a little bit, starting to. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Thank you, Lord. Let me encourage you with this. Thankfulness leads to increase. If you've received 1% of healing, can you thank the Lord for what he's done? And can you keep pressing in? We've known people who literally walked away from the meeting thinking nothing happened. I, I, uh, um, uh, let me tell the story real quick. Um, I had somebody uh, come and find me um, last year in Brazil. They said, you, you were in the hospital two years before, you and your team. Uh, we had just admitted our 18-year-old daughter who had suddenly gone blind. The doctor said, we don't understand what's happened, and, and we don't think there's going to be anything uh, coming back to her sight. Uh, she's just going to be blind. We're sorry about that. You prayed. Nothing seemed to happen. You left the hospital. I haven't seen you since. Didn't even know you were going to be at this meeting, but I recognized you. And I just want to tell you, when we flipped on the switch that night, it startled her. The next day, when they led her into the bathroom, she suddenly was able to read the sign on the mirror. That was two years before. She's never had a problem with her sight since. Sometimes the healing manifests later. So thankfulness leads to increase. Amen? Amen. Come on, let's thank the Lord one more time with our hands. Yeah, with our voices. Thank you, Lord. I want to say that in a meeting in Casper, Wyoming with, with Bill and Carol, um, I'd been wearing reading glasses for a long time, and, uh, and we did this exercise, and I looked down at my Bible, and I could see the words, and I, I read a novel all the way home on the airplane with no glasses, and uh, yeah, and so it's been, I've never had to put them back on, except sometimes when I'm on the computer and they're really small or my eyes are really tired, but definitely a huge change. Uh, in my sight. As a matter of fact, last time I preached here, I used readers to read my Bible because it's so dark in here. And, um, and you know, today I, I just read without it. So praise the Lord. All right, here we go. Let's, uh, we're going to look at William Branham, who, um, uh, William Branham had one of the greatest word of knowledge gifts um, ever. And we know that, again, some of these people didn't always finish well, but you didn't cut the book of Proverbs out of your Bible just because Solomon didn't finish well, right? Um, and uh, a couple people in the Bible had problems along the way, but that's not how the Lord works in his grace and his gifts. The, the scripture says the gifts and calling of God are irrevocable. But uh, one of the reasons I like to show this is not only is there some healing that takes place, but really, really strong word of knowledge. And I believe today 
tonight as you watch this, that there's going to be an impartation of the gift of word of knowledge that's going to increase all across this room. So guys, learn how to get impartation without without people always laying hands on you, okay? Impartations are available by faith, by revelation, by uh, desire. Um, and so right now, as you're watching this, you can actually receive a grace, a gift, an impartation. And, uh, and I love this little clip. So let's watch some William Branham. These videos Got her hand up. Yeah. You accept your healing lady? The lady sitting right behind you there. Also, she has a growth in the thinner shoulder. Is that right, lady? Both of you stand on your feet right now. The two ladies right there with the growth on the two-color lady. Jesus Christ heals you both. You can go home and be made well for God's glory. Your faith has healed you. God bless you. It's gone. Have faith in God. Do not disbelieve, but believe that all things are possible to them that does believe. Amen. My, what a faith bank in the building. It looks like real milky out over the building. You are certainly in the spirit of the Lord now. Anything could happen. How do you do, lady? Do you believe me to be God's prophet? It's, I mean, well, a prophet is a preacher. You don't expect me to be of the enemy. You expect me to be of God. Is that the way you accept it? Well, then I can help you. For he told me if I would get the people to believe me and be sincere when I prayed, that nothing would stand before the prayer. And now it isn't uh, I that helped. It's God that does the healing. I questioned. I said, they won't believe me. He said, there'll be two signs given to you, as was to the prophet Moses. In this, the people will believe. And one of them was to reveal the secrets of the hearts of the people to them. Now, you're not here for yourself, although you're nervous and run down, but it's been caused by a disease of this child. This child here is suffering. It's been turned down by the doctors to die. It's leukemia. Isn't that right? You brought the child from out of town. You've traveled, coming from the west, coming east, you have come. You've come from a, a state that has mountains. It's Pennsylvania. And your city, I believe it's Chambersburg. Isn't that right? Bring the child to me. Little sister, dear, the Lord Jesus was here. He'd lay his hands up on you, and death would leave you, and you'd live. Do you believe that I am his servant? Then in his stead I lay my hands on this child and bless it and ask that the demon leave the child and that life comes to the child and it will live and be well. Come out of the child, Satan, by the authority of God's Bible with the divine gift ministered by an angel, I adjure thee to leave the child. Come from you. God bless you. Turn around, wave to the audience. God bless you, the little girl with tremendous faith. Beware. God bless you, honey. Go. You're right. Do you believe me as his prophet, as his servant? Do you believe that God is near in his spirit and this which is now being done is of the Lord Jesus? Not me. I'm a man. 
If God will let me know what's wrong with you as a vindication that I am his prophet standing here revealing the truth, as he said to the woman, go get your husband. She said, I have none. He said, you have five. She said, I see your prophet. See, I perceive that you're a prophet. Now that same spirit that was on that son of God, he promised to send it back in the form of the Holy Ghost that would be with us and dwell with us to the end of the world. You believe it? If he can know your troubles now, can he? You got heart trouble. Is that right? Every person with heart trouble stand to your feet. You can be healed right now. No matter heart trouble, what it is, stand to your feet. Heart trouble. This is Lord God, right now. Thou knowest our strength and how feeble we are and how weak. But Lord, we know how strong you are. And heart trouble is something our doctors cannot do anything by. But Lord, who made the heart? You did. And I now rebuke this demon power that's holding these people with heart trouble. May he come out of every one of them in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you, sister. I just want to say something to you. You feel different now than you felt in a long time, haven't you? I told the people, no, there's a real dark spirit. You had bad stuff when you lay down. That, right. And now it's gone from you. Right. You're healed. You, I just told you. Yes, sir. You are. All right. Have faith in God, please. Everyone with one accord, have faith. How do you do, sir? All right, us being strangers one to another, but the Lord Jesus knows us both. Is that right? God of heaven who created the heavens and earth dwells in Jesus Christ promised to return again in us. And what he done, we do also. Do you believe me to be his prophet? The reason I say that, the angel of the Lord told me, get the people to believe you. And if they won't believe you, then you'll know the very secrets of their heart and they'll have to believe it then. But you do believe me. And besides the reason that you do believe me, you are a minister of the gospel yourself. And you're here for a good cause. You're not sick, you're in need, and you want an old-fashioned revival to break in your community. That's what you're doing. Every one of us wants that. Let's all stand for an old-fashioned revival. Almighty God has created the heavens and earth. I ask now that every demon power in this building will be broke. The power of Jesus Christ be made manifest. Lord, weak, but we're not defeated. Satan, I adjure thee in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come out of the people. Stand up, you crippled people, out of the wheelchairs. Give him praise, everyone. All right, praise the Lord. Let's go ahead and turn that off for a moment. Do you enjoy that? Keep praising God. Come on, William Branham just prayed for you. You can tell people I was prayed for by William Branham. Just happened Saturday night. <laughs> okay, one of the things I loved about Will, William Branham, did you see how he told that woman not only what the condition of her child was, but where she came from, but did you see the progressive nature of it? He said you came from the east and then and and then he just kept going from 
Pencil, uh, place with mountains, Pennsylvania. Oh, and your city is this. And he just kept going. What he was doing is uh, God would give him more as he stepped out with the peace that the Lord gave him. And you know what? That is so much the nature of the supernatural. Of uh, Oftentimes, it takes the faith to step out with the little bit that you have to begin to get the increase. And so here is a man known, known, known for his really strong uh, gift of of a word of knowledge, but you can see that he was exercising the little bit that he had, getting more, getting more, getting more, and moving on, pressing in for those words. So uh, thank you, Father, that right now there is a grace in this room for people to step out with their gift, to step out with the little bit of faith that they have. Father, you love, you love it when we step out in what we have. And we just want to delight your heart with our obedience, Lord God. And so, Father, let just a confidence come into this room right now, even as we received an impartation, Lord, of what William Branham carried in this area. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's go ahead and show Jack Coe. Uh, Jack Coe. Uh, you're going to see him in this crusade. I believe that he's praying for people in wheelchairs and on stretchers. So let's see some miracles in this regard. Five no sister's bed for about a year. About a year. Yes. You believe Jesus could get you out of bed after laying there a year? Yes, sir. <laughs> I believe you do believe it. Hallelujah. Lord, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, let the power of God go through this woman. Raise her up in the name of the Lord. Let the virtue of God flow. Lord, in the... Oh, Jesus, in my name. That's all right in thy name. Hallelujah. Let her up in the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord. After a year, stand on your feet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sister, you're going to have to take her by the hand and kind of lead mother because she's weak. I want God to heal these eyes also. God strengthen these eyes. After a year of laying in bed, God, you've raised her up. Now, Lord, in the name of Jesus, heal these eyes also, Lord, for your glory. Take a hold of her, sister. You don't have to hold her up. Just, just take a hold of her hand. She'll walk. God's gave her strength. You can see. Did you say you can see? Be better yourself. Oh, well, glory to God. The whole thing's done. Raise your hand. Oh, well, glory to God. The whole thing's done. Raise your hands and praise God together. I said raise your hands and praise God together. Take her by the hand. Lead her out of the hall. And bed's over with. Do you believe that? Lord, in the name of Jesus, heal this man that's been in bed for two years. My God, quicken him, Lord, and raise him up. Come on, in the name of the Lord. Get up, get up, get up, get up, get up. Get up. I feel the quickening power going through you, Dad. Let's go. Lie out that way. Come on. Here. Mama, Mama, let him take his own pillow. He's kind of staggering. You'll have to kind of guide him a little bit, but he's up and going. After two years, raise your hands and praise God. I say raise your hands and praise God. Say, did you ever see anything like this? Raise your hands and praise Him. I'm going to take a hold of that. Is God with him? Sit down right there in that chair right by me. Hallelujah. E old mama by thy pal. Raise her out of this old wheelchair, God, to glorify your name. Lift her up, Lord, in Jesus' name I pray. Not for my glory, God, but for your glory. In your name, amen. 
I'm not going to keep your pocketbook, Mama. I want you to stand up. Where's your husband? Where's this woman's husband? She's worried about you. Where are you, husband? Come on. How long have you been in a wheelchair, Mama? Where's this woman's husband? There he is, back here. Come on. Come up here. Bring the wheelchair around front. Round front. Round front. Not the other way, around front. Hallelujah. 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 Mama thought I was. I wasn't going to keep her pocketbook. Take a hold of wheelchair, Mama. I gave it to you. I gave it to your husband. He's right behind you. Now push that wheelchair. Come on. Well, glory. She's all right, husband. Hallelujah. 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 All right. At one point he goes, now what's it going to take to make you shout? <laughs> All these people getting healed. And <laughs> All right, you guys ready to go after legs? Uh, if you've got pain in your knees and your ankles and your feet, uh, if you've got limited mobility, praise the Lord, then we're going to pray for you right now. We won't make you stand because some of you, that's the issue, right? <laughs> we can let you stand at the end. But why don't you just wave at me if you need prayer. Uh, in this area of legs, ankles, hips, knees, feet, uh, that kind of thing. Praise the Lord. If somebody has their hand up in front of you, you're welcome to just put a hand on their shoulder and just say, Father, what we just saw, we release in Jesus' name. Lord, we release that miracle-working power of people that have been in bed, that have been in wheelchairs, that have been in stretchers. Lord, we just watch them get up and walk. And Lord, we activate that same faith right now in Jesus' name. Lord, we speak healing into the joints, life into the joints in Jesus' name. We break off every word curse over your joints in Jesus' name. Let the life of Jesus Christ and the truth of Jesus Christ be released into your very bones. Let your bones vibrate with the law of the spirit of life and the quickening power, the resurrection power of Jesus Christ. Lord, we speak new new, uh, tendons and new muscles, Lord, in Jesus' name. Come now. Things that have dissolved and disappeared, things that have deteriorated and atrophied, Lord, we speak working of miracles right now to recreate uh, cartilage, to recreate, in Jesus' name, the kneecap. And Father, you are the best knee and ankle surgeon in the world. You are the best hip surgeon in the world. And we speak new body parts right now, in Jesus' name. Pain, go. Pain, go. Healing, be released. Jesus Christ be glorified in this room. Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. Father, we speak increased mobility and flexibility right now. Father, that those that it was painful to walk will be free to walk in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. More Lord. More Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now I'm going to invite you to just stand up. 
Go ahead and stand up. If you were just prayed for, stand up. Check your knees out, your ankles out, your hip out, whatever it is. Just act in faith and just see how you're doing. I mean, uh, praise the Lord. Let's just look for the healing. Now begin to wave at me if there's a change in your situation. Yeah, right over here. He's walking without his walker. Come on, man. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Ha, ha, ha. More, Lord. More, Lord. More strength. More flexibility. Lord, we bless him in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Who else? Come on, raise your hand or wave your hand at me. If you just had a change in your situation, we had two or three over here. What's happening in the middle section? Wave at me if there's a change. Yeah, right here and right here. Praise the Lord over here. Yeah, and who wants to testify real quickly about what the Lord just did for you, about the change you just received? Go ahead. Yeah, my, I hit my knee a couple of years ago, yep. and I haven't been able to bend my knee because it's been in so much pain, and now that I can bend it. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Come on. Go ahead. You can grab a couple others. Who else would like to testify? <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Uh, plantar fasciitis in one foot, and it's feeling much better. Thank you, Jesus. More, Lord. Yeah. Come on. That's huge. That's huge. Who else? Go ahead. If you'd like to testify, uh, just wave your hand as Lonnie's coming around with the microphone. We just bless you in the name of the Lord. Yeah. Several people. Raise their hand. This lady right here just raised her hand. Hallelujah. Don't you love his faith just stepping out? Ha, 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 Thank you, Lord Jesus. Here, I'm just going to soak you for a little bit. Praise the Lord. Just wear that for a little bit. That's been seasoning for about 50 years in the anointing for such a time as this. And man, you had the faith to step out. We are standing with you. We're agreeing with you for more in Jesus' name. Let the strength, let the strength come into these knees, come into these legs, come in to these hips and these joints, into these ankles, Father. Lord, we thank you for strength and flexibility, Lord, for mobility in Jesus' name. Yeah. Lord, just soak him, soak him in that vintage anointing right there. Praise the Lord. Anybody else want to testify why Bill is soaking him? We just, uh, we'll just receive any other testimonies. You received a, a measure of change. I'll tell you what, sometimes just testifying is what launches you to the next level. There's a lady right over here. There's some uh, back there. Oh, wonderful. Praise the Lord. Yeah. I had um, complete reconstruction surgery on my ankle um, a year and a half ago. And um, right now I'm not feeling any pain. Come on. <laughs> Woo. Bill says we call that healing. Come on, you guys. That's amazing. And, and this lady right back here wanted to testify. Praise the Lord. God's been touching her all week long. We just bless her. I really want to give glory to God because um, last year when uh, Bill and Carol Dew came and I had uh, kneecap problems, actually more than that, my arms, I had five fingers swollen, my ankles and feet were swollen, my kneecaps were so painful, and so they got uh, friends to pray for me, and um, I, I really had some measures of, of healing uh, continually, and it is exactly what was said, I think it was Bill who said that, you know, you have to keep going for prayers, 
just keep on going. And even if you don't get recovered uh, right away, just keep on going up for prayer. You know, as long as the anointing is there, just go on. Just don't give up. Don't have pity parties. Don't hide at home. Just come for the Lord. Come on. And so that has, has happened. And I really thank the Lord for, for friends who have been praying for me. I, I want to give honor to whom honor is due. Um, Faith. Faith has uh, suggested me to go to the free clinic. I got diagnosis. And then um, one of my good friends, Tammy Roberts, has also prayed for me. Praise the Lord. We're not so doing shout outs right now. We're yeah. just testifying. Okay. Thank you. Okay. So anyway, yeah. I do have, I have fellow measure of uh, healing again tonight. It's a lot less pains than last night. Praise awesome. the Lord. Awesome. Praise God. the Lord. So I heard, I heard her testimony a little bit earlier too. All that swelling that she had and all the pain that she had in those knees and in the fingers and in the joints. Significant, significant change since last year. Uh, just absolute transformation. More last night, more tonight. We just bless you. Praise the Lord. I, you're just such an example of pressing and keep pressing in for the breakthrough. That is wonderful. Praise the Lord. Did you want to go after? Yeah, go ahead. There's actually two things I want to go after. Let's do this first. Let's do ears. If you've got a problem with your ears, particularly ringing in your ears or you're deaf in one or both ears, uh, of course, if you're deaf in both ears, you're probably not hearing me. Um, <clears throat> but in faith, if you would stand up, um, we have seen so many people with problems ringing in their ears. We had a worship leader up in Vallejo at a four-square church. He's a friend of ours. Um, he... Um, uh, he was at a firing range up in Oregon 10 years ago, and they were uh, firing machine guns near him, and no, they didn't have ear protection. So his ears have rung ever since, and he's a worship leader. And when we did uh, a, a meeting very much similar to this uh, back in March, his ringing to totally stopped. Okay. If you have pain in your ears, you have sinus conditions that cause problems, if they're all, po you know, like pressure, like, like they haven't popped because, uh, like, like you, you know, like if you get a cold and you're on the airplane and they don't pop, it's very painful. Whatever your problem is in your ears, and here's what I'm going to ask you to do again, because um, not because I'm doing this by rote, but because uh, I just feel like the Lord is breathing on this one as well. Yeah. So, if you're willing, Yeah. You know what a wet willy is. Lick your fingers, put them in your ears. I mean, how desperate are you? Come on. Close your eyes, relax. Holy Spirit, come. Lord, we just thank you for the many testimonies we have of deaf ears opening, of ringing stopping, of that rushing sound stopping. Just keep soaking in. Just keep soaking in. Um, if you're on the prayer ministry team of this church and you're not standing, if you would come stand up real quick, and I need you four, and, and I need you two, and um, yeah. I want you to go through the congregation. You have 10 seconds per person. This is not a time for sozo. 10 seconds per person, all things made new, ears open. Ten seconds per person. Keep It's tag team praying. 
Just release. Go. Just move. Let Release the power of God. Release the power of God. We speak to the hair nerves to stand back up. We speak to the hair nerves to stand up. All the rushing and the ringing stop in the name of Jesus. We speak healing and wholeness to the ears. Pain in the ears, go in the name of Jesus. Pressure, where there's been a, a pressure and it needs to pop. We command the ears to pop. We break the power of every deaf and dumb spirit and we command the ears to open in the name of Jesus. More, Lord. We just speak opening to the ears. Healing and wholeness, opening to the ears. Healing and holding, openness to the ears in the name of Jesus. Ringing, stop in the name of Jesus. Lord, where there are bones and, uh, that conduct sound, where the eardrums are not working properly. Lord, even as we did this two years ago in the Angels and Miracles Conference, and a 10-year-old Quinn, who had had a disease as a child, and it, it ate away his bones, and they had to give him a prosthetic... Um, ear and it didn't work and he had not been able to hear out of his left ear for 10 years and you must have given him a new ear as we saw the tears on his mother as Quinn was hearing for the first time in 10 years what you did before for that young man right here in Livermore do again we claim the power of the testimony all things made new ears open here in the name of Jesus Okay, my prayer team, come on back. Come on back. If you were standing and got prayer, stay standing. You can take your fingers out of your ear. Now, okay, shh, 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 uh, She might be hearing better. I don't know. Um, okay, prayer team, you can go ahead and sit down. Thank you. Um, Okay, I'm not sure how you're going to be able to test this. Maybe somebody needs to whisper to you. Uh, it, you may just automatically know that all of a sudden everything seems louder. That's what happened to uh, the worship leader up in Vallejo. It, he said it, it felt like when you put on your glasses, all of a sudden you can see clear. He, he, he said, my ears just were clear. I knew I could hear better, and all the ringing stopped. If you would say to me, Something just happened. I received a measure of healing. Wave at me. A measure of healing. A measure of healing. A measure of healing. Okay. I want to go get test. Yeah. It, it, a measure of healing. Keep, wait, keep waving. Right here. We're going to get these four right here. What happened? Hi, I'm Tina. Um, I felt this ear open up. Yeah. And the other ear, I felt fire in it. It right. felt like something was touching the bone inside of my ear. Uh -huh. Um, it, 21 years ago, I had a severe ear infection and the eardrum burst yeah. and I've had constant, um, either fullness or, f um, like a, a pain or the, um, the noise in my ear off right. and on all the time. And, and, and now, and now I don't hear any of that noise. Wow. For eight, for nine years, I lived by the railroad track and I was really noticing I couldn't, had a hard time hearing the children at school. I work with yeah. special ed children. And right now I felt like my ear opened up. I could always feel like there was a cloud in my ears, yeah. but right now it's very clear and open Thank and you, I Lord feel God. like Hold my on to that. Hold on ears to that. are hearing okay. better. There were some other people right over here. Who else? Just same thing. I actually felt like things are clear for me and lo actually lo a lot louder. Right, right. Right here. Mine popped, mine popped open. They were plugged from the last flight I took. 
Wow. Um, I was getting noise and ringing and like popping in my ear. And um, when you told us to put our fingers in, in the ear, as you were praying, I could feel like this coming out of my ear. Wow, wow. Okay, let's get some testimonies over here. Now, something that y'all have, you have sat down. Uh, st- st- yeah, let's get over here. I've had four surgeries on my right ear. The eustachian tube is off, and I get ringing in my ears and stuffiness. I only put my finger in this ear. Um, this ear, there's more clarity, and I don't hear any ringing now. Ah, okay. Let's get some testimonies over here. Hi, um, I've had for years a, like a decreased hearing. I mean, I can hear, but certain tones, and everybody sounds louder right now. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. But I also felt I've had a chronic on my right side um, that was associated with sinuses, and when. I don't know who came by, but I had my fingers in there. I felt a pop on the right. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. I've had vertigo for probably 15 years off and on, and I feel lighter. Mm. So. I have a, I had a lot of itching in my ears all the time, and now all my itching is gone, and I can hear you clearer. Yes. Yeah. That's really important. I've had prayer here and a number of churches for the last about three years, and when you said that, I just realized it's gone, and I don't even know if it left tonight or if it left last week, but it was, for, <laughs> it was chronic for at least five years. Yeah. Ringing, ringing, yeah. ringing, ringing. Come on, give him praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. Uh, Let's do one more before I turn it back over to Dana. One of the things we've seen uh, happen in the last couple of years is people who have metal in their bodies... Either it, 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 it either causes pain or it causes lack of mobility... And we've seen it uh, either dissolve or, or, or get flexible. I don't know. I, mean, I really don't know. We've, we, we have had cases where people have, have said, I could feel the, like the nut and the screw, and now there's an indentation there. It's not there anymore. I mean, we, we've had some uh, uh, just stunning stories. So if you have metal in your body... Like maybe it's, a, it's a, a plate in your neck or your wrist or your elbow or, or hip or whatever. If you've got metal in your body and it's causing you a problem, and it, it, you know, it doesn't have to be just metal. I mean, maybe it was some sort of a plastic thing they put in your body. But it's causing pain or lack of mobility. Would you be willing to stand up and let's see what we're dealing with? Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, I see, I see three people in that section right there. Is that right? You two way back there. Yeah, you two waving your hands right there. And this lady right here and right there. Anybody over here with metal or a problem? Okay. Um, okay, since we've got only about uh, six people, why don't you come right up here real quick? Yeah, let me have somebody come stand behind them real quick. Please, just line up right across here. Get, put some room between yourselves. Yeah, and uh, the t- two ladies. Anybody else? You've got metal or some something in your body stabilizing. Okay, 
Come, somebody come stand behind them real quick, every one of them. If you're standing behind them, you're a catcher. If you're coming from prayer, get in that front line. Okay. Um, okay. I want, um, I want you to get in front of one of the ladies. Uh, Carla, if you would come get in front of one of the ladies. Um, Sheila, if you would come get in front of one of the ladies. It's all ladies, but men, one man. Okay. Um, uh, if you were in the healing school during the day, no, no, nobody start praying yet. If you were in the healing school during the day and you are right now feeling fire or electricity on your hands, I need one, two, two of you, two people to come. You were in the healing school during the day. Come on, dude. Come on. Uh, three of you, actually. Okay, right here in front. And you in front of the guy. I need one more. You're feeling fire or electricity on your hands right now, and you were in the daytime uh, portion. Yeah, come on. All right. Okay, 20 seconds. Those of you who are, if you're facing them and, and, and you're away from me, you're, the, you're my prayer team. You got 20 seconds to find out where the metal is, where it hurts, how long they've had that problem, whatever. Okay? 20 seconds. Don't start praying, just find out where it is. Okay. Okay. Shh. Okay. Okay. Don't start praying yet. Catchers, touch them on the top of the shoulder to let them know you're there. Take your hands away because we don't want anybody to feel manipulated. Catchers, keep your eyes open so you can watch what happens. People who are being prayed for. I don't want any courtesy falls. By the same token, I don't want anybody to resist. That's why we put a catcher behind you so you could concentrate on what God is doing. Uh, if it's appropriate, put your hand uh, where the metal is if you can reach it. If it's your foot or your 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 knee, uh, then just open up your hands. Those of you who are praying, yeah, if the metal's in like a body part or something, put your hand there if you can. You don't have to. You, that's okay. Okay. All right. Now, close your eyes, relax, do not pray. Those of you who are praying, I want you to speak to the condition, command the metal to dissolve or become flexible or whatever, Listen to what the Lord is saying and pray common sense. Okay. Um, yeah, two more. Yeah, right here and, and a catcher. Okay, right there. Yeah. Okay, begin to pray. Speak into the condition. Father, I ask for the anointing to be upon this right now. We literally ask for the metal to dissolve or become flexible. We command every bit of the pain to go in the name of Jesus we break the power of any afflicting spirit. Lord, we thank you that what you intended for good, the enemy has now made a problem. We just speak healing and wholeness right now. Plates, screws, dissolve. Lord, we stand on the power of the testimony, even as that woman at home was healed as her daughter stood in for her two years ago. Even as uh, uh, Gary had metal in his back from an oil field accident and then the subsequent surgery where they literally fused his vertebra and put two metal plates around his spine 
and he couldn't move, couldn't get out of bed, couldn't work, popping pain pills like it was candy. And he literally felt the power of God, and he ran around the church two years ago, and he's still healed today. Thank you, Lord. We stand on the power of that testimony. So we speak to wrists and, and knees and shoulders and necks and backs and stomach areas and fingers in the name of Jesus. We command the metal plates and screws and bolts to dissolve and become flexible and every bit of pain go in the name of Jesus. Okay, prayer team, you've got about 20 seconds to wrap it up. Okay, prayer team, if you would step back, stop praying. If you would step back, stop praying. Okay. Okay, those of you who just got prayed for, don't go away. If you just got prayed for, would you test your body? Would you test whatever the problem was... And would you let us know if there's any measure of improvement? Any? Okay, right here. Uh, where, where's my other microphone? So, yeah, if we could do that. Tell, tell us, tell us. Okay. Um, I had a broken wrist from an abusive relationship about 13 years ago, and I have a bar and plates in my wrist, and... Um, it, it clicks when I move and do this and that. And I was kind of really not paying a lot of attention during the prayer, but trying really hard because I trust Nancy so much. And I love her so much. And now the clicking is gone. And there's the clicking of, is gone. Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. Okay, any, any, anybody else up here, you recognize something has happened. Right here, uh, right here. Okay, shh. I can move my, I have a neck fusion. And I can move my neck. Wow. Are you, are you saying there's some improvement here? Yeah, I can turn okay. all way, my chin all the way this way and this way when I couldn't before. Wow. And you couldn't do that before. Wow. Anybody else up here? Anybody else up here feeling like something has happened? Even if it's 1%, we want to celebrate that. All right. Now... If you've been in the, the school and the healing conference at all, you know thankfulness leads to increase. Just be grateful for everything he's done. If he hasn't done anything yet, if it hasn't manifested, then be grateful for what he's done for the others and keep getting prayer, keep pressing in. Sometimes it's a process. God's will is to heal. And so we bless that in the name of Jesus. How's your finger doing? About the same. Okay. Well, they're going to keep pressing in for healing. Okay. Y'all may go back to your seats. God bless you. Thank you, Lord. Come on. Thank you, Lord. Okay. I, I want to see some more of the videos. All right. I think what we're going to do is uh, we'll play some more videos while you guys are lining up for prayer. Okay? So this is what I'd like to do. <laughs> this is going to be a little different. I think... Um, just, <laughs> makes you want to run, doesn't it? Um, okay. I think what we're going to do, we're going to line up on, 
uh, this wall and then kind of around. We're going to come through the altar area. But, but rather than having a whole tunnel, we're just going to have a kind of a little gate. So there's just going to be about uh, four or six of us right here praying for you. I'm going to be at the end. I'm going to smack you with this coat. Um, so if you don't want that, don't come through because otherwise I will get you. And then I'm going to ask the ministry team to line up after us. And if you have a physical need in your body that has not yet been addressed, or if you need a miracle or a breakthrough in some area, then just come to the ministry team that's going to be uh, beyond us here. Okay? So we're going to form a little gateway right here. We're going to line you up on this wall and around. Uh, you're going to come through, Bill and, and Carol. And uh, yeah, so we'll let the team go through first, the ministry team go through first. All right, ministry team gets to get in the front of the line. We're just going to have a little glory gate here, and uh, we're going to anoint you, pray for you. And then the ministry team is going to line up here on the other side uh, when they recover. And, uh, and then you can receive prayer. When you're done, you can be dismissed. Yes? Yeah. You can be dismissed. And again, our... Real quickly, I just want to say a couple things. After you go through the prayer line, we've got a candidate for healing right here. Okay, after you go through the little prayer gate, um, I, tonight, let's not do a double dip um, tonight. Sometimes we do that, uh, but I don't think we'll do a double dip tonight. And then also, I'm not going to do any individual ministry other than this our impartation tonight. Bill and Carol aren't going to do any individual ministry. We're going to have prayer team over here uh, that can minister to your needs. So I'm not going to be prophesying over anybody or uh, praying for anybody individually tonight. And then, again, afterwards, our, uh, the tables will only be open about 30 minutes, and then we'll be packing it up. So um, let's go ahead and play the Catherine Coleman video. After you play that, there were some videos that I put in that folder that we didn't call up, okay? Don't play the Benny Hinn one, okay, because that's something different. And don't play the, uh, and don't play the skeptical one because there's a problem with that. But the other ones you can play uh, while people are waiting. When we run out of videos, you can just go to some music, all right? So here... Here we go. Go ahead and start, Catherine Coleman here. This and, uh, yeah, you guys lab. can start through the line. Praise the Lord. Now? We just take hold are of the anointing that went yes. the decades Stand before us. Right <laughs> in Jesus' name. Like Praise life. the Lord. No, I never have. <laughs> Jesus' never. name. And what is the you had? Lord, we she cast the mantle of the generations that went before us. The generations that went before us. Most of us around here, Ms. Kuhlman, have seen him walk. Oh. So we know he's been here during the whole clinic. Show. Take up your legs right now. Now the other one. Now the other one. Thank you, Lord. The mantle of those that have gone before us. In Jesus' name. He walked on his toes. Thank you, Lord. Grow in Jesus' name. Grow and be restored. In Jesus' name. 
Oh, thank you, Father. We call on that double portion blessing. Those that have gone before. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Oh, thank you, Lord. Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Now, once you go through, if you need ministry, if you need healing ministry, just go uh, to those that are waiting. Or if there's other needs that you have, they can probably give you a prophetic word or or pray with you for some need. Oh, Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord.